What up, y'all? It's your boy, the one and only A Switch, back at it again with that consistency. Um, bringing you yet another episode of Switch's Sites, my gaming podcast, where I talk about any and everything gaming that uh speaks to me, appeals to me, what have you. Um, it's December. Uh, the year is coming to a close. Um, we got that turkey in. Well, I guess it for some people do. Do people eat? Well, ham is more so the bigger thing for Christmas, to, to my understanding, my experience. But I guess that's conjecture. But you know what I mean. Um, yeah. Uh, today's date is December fifth, twenty nineteen. Um, are we getting close? Yeah, that that year is gonna come by quick. Or the end of the year is going to come by quick. That's what I meant to say, but whatever. Uh, excuse me if my voice is a little weird or <laughs> I sound a little contained. Um, I think I'm coming down with something. I hope I'm not. I hope I'm not. I hope it's just a, a flux. Um, this throat feeling weird. <laughs> my throat feeling weird. I don't know why. But I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't need, I can't even tell you. I can't even tell you. Outside of that, a lot of good, interesting uh, news came out this week. Um, so much to the point that I don't—I may have to cut some stuff out, but we'll play it by ear. Um, we'll go off the cuff if need be. Um, yeah. So um, let's stop the dilly dallying and get into it. <laughs> Um, AKA, <laughs> AKA, uh, I got them, I got them checkerboard teeth, AKA, uh, let me put some caution tape on myself so I look more intimidating. AKA, uh, is that a tube on your chest or are you just happy to see me? I'm sorry, I had to get those out. Just get it out the way now. Just had to get it out. Okay. All right. Um, First big ominous, obvious topic of discussion, <clears throat> Resident Evil 3, uh, I know we talked about it on our previous uh, previous episode uh, in terms of the rumors, but boy, oh boy, those rumors are getting more and more solidified uh, with uh, an apparent leak of uh, the cover art for the game being um, leaked on PSN. Well, basically it's this site, um, gamestat.com, that basically uh, tracks any changes uh, to the PSN store, um, which uh, at least in a lot of cases, uh, well, I guess this is just overall, just a big mishap anyway. Um, whoever, whoever did this probably got fired, let's be honest. But, um, yeah, huge ass leak uh, that basically showed like some pretty legit cover art uh, for what is presumably the um, the store store uh, art. You know, like whenever you're browsing the PSN store and you you know you want to pre-order a game, um, this was show. That's pretty much what it looks like. Uh, basically, the Japanese and a U.S. version, uh, the one showing uh, basically Nemesis in his uh, entirety with his uh, redesign, um, 
and in particular uh, one showing uh, the side angle of all the changes they made and update to him so what up 3d glasses how go man um so yeah man oh man it's, it's becoming more real than ever but uh yeah and in terms of the overall look i guess that's pretty much the only thing we can analyze um looking pretty damn good i'm just saying um jill looking looking cute looking real cute uh carlos looked like he um he was just a hobo <laughs> he was a hobo the day before he had to, uh he he was like oh crap oh uh umbrella needs me all right let me let me go to raccoon city real quick but i like him i like his design compared to the ps1 um ps1 original uh design uh everybody <laughs> and obviously so pretty ripped off look like uh look like he, he uh he uh stopped uh whooping people's asses in tekken and he's like you know what let me uh <laughs> well i guess that's the storyline he was a uh, hobo first then he uh you know um uh, hey hachi uh came to him real quick he was like hey you know, I see you on these streets here, Miguel. Uh, so let me uh, go ahead and uh, give you opportunity get get you get you on your feet. Um, I'm gonna let you compete in this uh, King Iron Fist tournament if you're willing, if you're ready. And you know, he was like, "Hey, hey, I gotta do what I gotta do." So, you know, he whooped some people's asses, won the King Iron Fist tournament in his storyline, at least. And then, you know. Uh, right after he just for some strange reason he just he just got them connections uh you know uh albert wesker was talking uh had his number on speed dial real quick he was like you know hey gave him that ring he's like you know what um hey uh, i need you to work 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 for me uh i need you to go to raccoon city uh look over uh you know make sure this whole uh secret operation uh goes according to plan uh, is that is that is that kosher with you? Uh, it was like, <laughs> he's like, hey, damn man, I just I just whooped everybody's ass in the King Iron Fist Iron uh, King Iron Fist Iron tournament. <laughs> so you know what? Uh, fuck it, let's let's do it. Let me go. Uh, let me go real quick, and then I'll go back. Uh, let me. Uh, damn, my schedule is just so damn busy for no reason. I just went from a homeless man to being a King Iron Fist tournament. Now I gotta, uh, you know, fight with uh, Jill to try to save the world from uh, complete utter uh, discretion, <laughs> discretion, <laughs> destruction, if I can speak. <laughs> That'd be an awesome storyline, to be honest. I love it. My favorite games, all um, in uh, some weird continuity. I, I respect it, but in all seriousness uh uh miguel aka carlos riviera looking looking really dope uh, i like his design overall the designs look pretty good um pretty satisfied uh jill uh you know they they took away or uh you know got rid of the obvious uh um i guess unrealisticness of a tube top in a skirt well i guess we don't know what she has down there but probably maybe some just some shorts or some uh some some pants i don't know one or the other um so overall i'm pretty satisfied just my biggest gripe that i'm 
I guess I'm on the fence about right now, at least from the art we see or that we can only go by is basically uh, Nemesis. Um, his initial face is okay. Um, I get what they're going for. They're trying to, you know, make him look scary again. I, I, I am a fan of his original design. Um, he looked cool and scary uh, and kind of like just brooding at the same time, if that makes sense. But uh, <sighs> my biggest gripe is the, the caution tape. I don't know how I feel about it yet. It just, it just seems really tacky, but it's like, like I, I, I've, I've said on ran it on Twitter a little bit. It's like, but then it's like, <laughs> he's a freaking, uh, uh, a bio weapon. I don't think, he, I think trying to make a fashion statement is his last concern, but <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Um, I, I, again, I, I don't mean, we haven't seen him in motion. We haven't seen a trailer or anything. Um, so I'm okay with it. Uh, I think uh, from the from the art too, they they show this big apparatus on his chest that um, seems to hint at uh, at least going by previous Resident Evils and you know the tyrant line <laughs> models of <laughs> the tyrant uh, model line. Uh, this uh, nemesis model is the finest, our newest, latest, and greatest. You're gonna love it. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be excellent. You're gonna be killing uh uh, uh stars members in, in in no time. Um, so it's I'm guessing it's just a protective apparatus to protect like the exposed heart, which is like the. <laughs> honestly like the uh death star death star of uh resident evil really it's like well we just have this big obvious apparent weak spot that obviously pretty certainly is gonna be a weak point to shoot at in the game uh but we're gonna try to cover it up and bring more attention to it so you know um don't shoot it you know just 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 fyi uh, the teeth is weird in a very creepy good way too. Um, but all in all, yeah, I mean, I'm fine with it, with it all. It's nothing too like, ugh, this is just horrible. Um, just some weird, interesting choices, but I respect them at the same time. But, at, but I mean, either way, we're, we're just going to have to see how it actually plays out in, um, I guess reality, uh, in motion. Cause yeah, having all this in motion is definitely going to show uh, a little bit more, I guess, something to grasp and kind of like wrap our heads around if anything. Um, cause then again, you know, cover art does differ a uh, reasonable amount from the actual game in terms of the end game models and stuff, but it's not too, too far off really. So, but, uh, yeah, we did get that one, uh, look at, uh, a Jill boy. Yeah. Jill, man, they did Jill so damn right. They, they did, they did Jill so damn right. I'm just saying, okay. <laughs> Um, Jill, if you ever, um, you know, I know you trying to save the world from mass destruction all the time, but you know, I'm just, just let you know if you, um, ever want to talk to me, I know I'm just a average Joe, but you know, I'm here, <laughs> I'm here for you. <laughs> you may not be, uh, uh, real, but you know, actually she's, I think she's based off a real model of the other other Resident Evil games right in uh, indication so there's a chance cue the um, dumb and dumber meme so man uh, 
yeah, then there's also been a lot of speculation in terms of when um when this is going to be announced. Uh, they did reveal, or at least uh, Jeff Keighley did squash any rumors about um it being announced at the Game Awards. I don't know why I just blanked out <laughs> at the Game Awards. So you, so there's pretty much. <laughs> no chance of it coming to the games awards so uh it must be coming uh a lot of people are saying either this this week or next week um uh a lot of people are saying via a playstation um playstation direct or i forgot their terminology playstation state of play or something like that but uh i mean i feel like uh, Resident Evil has the capability of just just dropping a trailer and announcing on Twitter, Resident Evil Three is gonna come to store shelves on January fifteenth, uh, anniversary of Resident Evil Two or something like that, which would be pretty awesome. I, I'd actually love that. It would be a reasonable, somewhat realistic release window. I mean, uh, it'd be pretty short, but I mean, this game wouldn't necessarily need all the promotion. Everybody loves the game, uh, you know, especially fans of the Resident Evil series and stuff like that. But at the same time, I could see if they maybe went with a summer release or something like that. Or I doubt it would be fall because of the new consoles. And it seems like they're trying to release this right before um, well, before the uh, next generation of consoles release, uh, which is pretty apparent by all the news and stuff uh, next fall. So, um, yeah, I think it's definitely going to be announced soon, especially with this all this art uh, for this art to be leaked. And I guess um, maybe questioning the credibility of this art. It seems pretty legit. I know some people may be, I guess, possibly thinking it's it's just uh, it's fake or false. Um, maybe reading in too much into it, but this looks pretty realistic. This looks pretty honest in terms of what we'd be seeing. So I'm pretty sure it exists. And considering all the previous rumors of uh, what a lot of other people were uh, confirming beforehand too, uh, the validity uh, seems to be pretty real. So that's very good to know either way. So uh, definitely excited. Uh, can't wait to see what they're gonna do with this Resident Evil, if they're maybe possibly going to make it more actiony compared to um, Resident Evil 2, like the Resident Evil 3 was back then. It was more actiony or way more actioned up than the original um, Resident Evil 2 was, which in of itself was a little bit more action focused than even the original Resident Evil. So, I mean, uh, it's a uh, I'm excited either way. Definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm hands down going to play the hell out of it. Uh, but I'm just very curious to see what they're going to do. What are the choices they're going to make? How different is it going to be from resident evil two? Are they going to basically cut and copy resident evil two? Uh, I guess apparently uh, development started like right after they were done with resident evil two, but I think another team was mainly working on it. I think in conjunction with resident evil two, or maybe it was right after. I think it was right after. Maybe it was more realistic, but I think it was another development team. I think some of the folks that were working on Devil May Cry 5 are working on this. I forgot. It's something like that. Something along those lines. But either way, it's obviously pretty, pretty close to completion uh, and to some cap- uh, capacity. So, 
Uh, that is all good, and I'm all for it, and I cannot fucking wait, okay? Sorry, let me censor myself. I cannot f for this. Give it to me. Give it to me right now. Give me it right now. Boy, I would love this to be a super sad old shadow drop, but uh, that I think that's very unrealistic for games nowadays in terms of standard process of trying to get games out and, you know, ensuring the success of sales and whatnot and, you know, bringing it to people's attention that otherwise aren't as, I guess, in video game or enthusiastic about video games and follows up on video games like uh, us. But I digress. So it's a little, uh, I think that's a good amount of uh, gushing over uh, Resident Evil 3. Uh, but boy, oh boy, I am very, very, very excited, ecstatic, uh, all positive emotions for this. Ugh, so many things that, that, that the questions that I'm curious about, are they going to keep the decision system? Uh, are they going to elaborate on that? Uh, will, will you still be able to fight nemesis like the traditional sense can't is he gonna uh stalk you more now in more like uh unconventional ways is it gonna be like basically tyrant from resident evil 2 like uh remake uh pretty much throughout the whole damn game where no place is safe uh if can he break through anything and then you have to you know I'm very curious to just very curious, fascinated in all fronts. Uh, is Carlos going to have a more prominent role now, or is he still going to have a lesser role or is going to be kind of, uh, make building him up, uh, similar to Resident Evil two, or is it going to be just two campaigns between the two? I doubt that. Uh, and in terms of trying to stick to the essence of Resident Evil three, I think Jill, it, it, it was mainly Jill's story and you know kind of her her yeah literally her story throughout the whole game i don't think they would necessarily do that i think he would just get a little bit more more um i don't know i guess exploitation exploration of his his background possibly but i don't think uh i think they'll stick true to the original ip or game um yeah, man, so many damn questions. Are there going to be new locales? Are they going to add some new stuff like the original Resident Evil uh, remake? Maybe some stuff that made sense, some like cool stuff that maybe they scrapped uh, when uh, developing for Resident Evil 3. Ugh, it's so much stuff I want to know right now. But hopefully, uh, it seems like it'll be soon before uh, before the Game Awards next week. So, I mean... Fingers crossed. If not, I think it was some other show that it could possibly show up at. But man, I don't know. The cat's out the bag for the most part now. I mean, it's might as well just it's like, okay, well, you leaked it. All right, here you go. Here you go. Can't can't tell you guys nothing. Whatever. I don't know. Okay. Man. Ugh. Can't wait. Cannot wait. Uh next in news. Um uh, so Phil Spencer, uh, the head of Xbox, uh, you know, he, he just want to gloat. He just want to stun on us. You know, he was like uh, on Twitter uh, the other day. He was like, you know, and it started this week. <laughs> I'm 
quote. Let me let me get let me, let me start off. I couldn't I couldn't do it. All right. Uh, and it started this week. I brought my Project Scarlet console home, and it's become my primary console. Playing my games, connecting to the community, and yes, my Elite Series Two controller. Having a blast. Great work by the team. 2020 is going to be an incredible year. It's like, okay, all right, Phil, why don't you just shove it in our face about how uh, you got the freaking next generation console already and uh, we don't. Okay, you're the head of Xbox, but still, I'm still jealous. So, I mean, where do we go from here? Where do we go from here, Phil? Balls in your court, buddy. Um, <laughs> uh, but at least this confirms a lot of stuff that, you know, they pretty much are somewhat solidified in the decision of the, I guess, the console. F- maybe not necessarily form factor, but just the general dynamics of the makings of the console and all that stuff and have a working model. Uh, if anything, um, I'm pretty sure you yeah, had definitely close to probably just doing mass production, uh, getting everything ready for the release release uh, next next year. So all in all, good news, some good confirmation. Like it's kind of like reminds me similarly to uh, when something goes gold, um, you know, in, in game speak, when like a game is has a finalized copy that can be um sent to mass production to be released to the masses or whatever physically. So all in all, um, good stuff. Good news to hear in general. And I guess piggybacking on a new console, next gen console hype speculation news. Apparently uh, the rumors of the cheaper discless next generation Xbox actually might be uh, still valid. Uh, beforehand, uh, which was the code name for it was Lockhart. So I guess the original idea was that, uh, the project Scarlet, which is going to be the main flagship console. And then there's going to be a cheaper, more affordable, I guess that's kind of redundant model, which is the, um, uh, code name Lockhart, which is basically technically, I guess having, uh, the Xbox one, uh, X and then Xbox one S already, instead of doing that tiered, um, I guess staggered, uh, mid gen upgrade, which technically probably would be still the same thing, but who knows? I guess the future will still, still remain. But then that it was a couple of reasons. It seems like for that, because, uh, at least especially on Xboxes and because the console was at a severe disadvantage compared to the PlayStation four. So they definitely, Xbox definitely needed to have a mid-gen upgrade more than PlayStation, which I think PlayStation might have did it on reaction to Xbox. I guess that's hard to say or hard to, I guess, fully confidently say without any, I guess, cold hard facts, huh? But um, I'm pretty sure that was roughly the concept or idea, if anything. So, but uh, in terms of those rumors, they did come back up and that there is actually uh, some more validity now that that actually is. Uh, there was a change in that plan that that actually is going through. Um, so uh, that seems to be interesting. If anything, uh, this is from Kotaku, actually, specifically um, in, in 
regards to that but um what was it confirmed by it was confirmed uh i think it was in an interview double check just to be sure didn't say it was working lower cost yeah they've been floating around Oh, a game developer. Yeah, game developer. That's what it was. Game developer confirmed it. That, yeah, basically there are two uh, consoles uh, that they are developing for, whatever. So that does bring a, a, a point of love of concern, really, in terms of, you know, how games have been handled this generation, where obviously the lesser model has been compromised and arguably um uh, the upgraded uh version of the game has technically as well uh since you know you have to um i guess put some focus of that work for the console to the lesser one because of that and then you know basically having to consider both uh the higher grade model and lower grade model they're obviously i mean not maybe necessarily obviously but a lot of developers probably would take the easy way out in terms of uh you know working on the lower gen uh lower spec version first and then just simply upscaling it rather than like natively uh doing a lot of intricate uh upgrades to the game hypothetically um which is you know definitely would seem like an advantage i guess we ultimately yeah it would definitely be like a game to game basis but not necessarily um um really i guess evident until we actually see it in the wild and it actually you know like when we see some digital foundry analyses and analyses of kind of the uh how the performance fares out what what uh design choices were made between the two consoles whatever so all of that um is fine but um i don't know i'm not sure how i feel about that i mean it's definitely good from a consumer standpoint for sure uh for people who otherwise you know never want to get physical never want to um just want to have a just a, a quick and easy uh subscription model like um obviously they're building up game pass for this console specifically where you know uh regular joe who you know maybe is moderately in the games not as not too much to you know like uh you know get physical copies and you know follow it as closely as you know some of us do but um you know they want to still be in a loop and you know play some games here and there and then obviously game pass is is, is, is a big ass proposition for that since uh you know you get to dabble in everything you want for that freaking ridiculous great price i feel like i'm like a spokesperson for a secret undercover spokesperson for game pass but i'm speaking legitimately man that is a great deal that is a great deal so um yeah all in all uh it makes sense uh i'm just concerned with how it will affect development of uh i guess maybe not exclusives as much but more so uh multi-platform games um so we'll see but speaking of multi-platform and you know kind of the i guess the ongoing question of i guess disparity between the two consoles in terms of 
which one will be powerful uh also from jason schreier of kortaku kortaku kotaku um he did confirm some pretty solid details in terms of the ps5 and the next xbox will have very similar specs and both being very powerful so that's definitely good that there is not going to be any like big obvious uh, i guess detriment between the two consoles at least that we are aware of now at least and this will probably be the first in a good while where we haven't had like a huge glaring uh you know um difference between the two consoles in 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 terms of power uh significance of power if you will so i mean it's a great thing because i mean i can't even think of the last probably be the playstation playstation 1 and n64 era uh probably was when there was like pretty close um graphical fidelity between the two if i recall correctly it was pretty close i'd say maybe playstation a little bit more but again it wasn't necessarily night and day and then you know nintendo had a lot of uh uh pluses going against it too with uh you know uh, technically faster loading times and with the cartridge mo- cartridge model and uh things like that multiplayer um off the bat uh for for controller ports and all that good stuff so yeah because i mean then you had the ps2 xbox original xbox era where the xbox was bla- uh, uh, apparently faster obviously faster faster better graphics maybe not necessarily faster. that's somewhat somewhat suggestive but um from a horsepower standpoint um than anything and i'm trying to think of the 360 i think technically the ps3 was more powerful but uh, because of the architecture of the PS3, it was very hard to develop for without any issues. So technically, the Xbox 360 had the upper hand there, even though ultimately the PlayStation, I think, technically won at the end of the run, if you will. But, you know, just it was some pretty apparent, I don't know, somewhat obvious differences. So, I mean, it, it's it's going to be interesting when... Uh, we have uh, two consoles that are very neck and neck in terms of power that there isn't like one that's obviously better. So that's definitely just going to come down to other dynamics in terms of, you know, the user interface and stuff like that, that uh, I think is going to be pretty fascinating to kind of see uh, play in action, see what one uh, one uh, other company does to kind of overrule the other and things like that especially with xbox having game pass because i mean if we consider those that dynamics i think that's definitely going to put the pressure on sony to kind of uh, beef up their uh subscription service with i guess uh which seems like what they're doing with ps now at least before first it used to be just strictly streaming but now they're also adding downloading games and being able to you know um yeah, literally download games and and or stream games now instead of just having you restricted to um, streaming games. So going to be very interesting to see all that play out. But that is good to hear that they're both going to be um, very neck and neck. It seems like even in low times as well. So I think both, I don't know if they have like a weird mutual agreement or something or like, you know, uh, I know technically the Xbox One S has the uh, disc 
had to technically pay Sony for you their disc drive since it uses Blu-ray disc, which is owned by Sony, which I always find is kind of funny, but it's like, it's <laughs> what can you do? It's the biggest popular platform for uh, for the, their media. So it only makes sense. So I'm curious if there is some, some weird kind of, uh, there's got to be a term for it, but I'm not familiar with it. At least it's not coming to my mind where they have some weird semi-pseudo partnership but they are competitive at the same time so it's a little like weird that's like like a relationship that's like you know open and you know like hey i could see other people but i don't necessarily want to um but i don't want you seeing other people though i mean i kind of want to but no i don't want you to though so what do we do <laughs> so i don't know <laughs> Uh, maybe a bad analogy, but I hope you get what I'm saying. So, um, interesting stuff, man, this is just going to be just a very interesting, uh, generation coming up just to see kind of the failures that, uh, and you know, being a consumer firsthand, like relishing in those failures, like, you know, the Xbox ring, red ring of death, PlayStation threes, uh, network outage and breach, uh, it's just going to be very interesting to see how they have learned from all those mistakes. And even, you know, the mistakes this generation with the whole uh, holiday um, um, DDoS attack, I believe, for both consoles, um, uh, at least when it initially came out in 2013. So, man. It's just going to be very interesting to see if they just both comp- companies do everything just exactly right. And just to see the just the greatness of competition between both. I think that's just going to be just very fascinating just to see. I don't know. That just just immensely interests me. I want to I want to know um, and to not, you know, single out the uh, switch and all this console news. Uh, apparently, the switch doesn't have anything to worry about because they had the best weekend sales ever in the US uh, in terms of Black Friday sales, which is, you know, obviously the biggest, biggest um, opportunity for sales for pretty much anything, really. But uh, in particular, Nintendo had had that. uh I don't know. Had that glow, I guess, you know, had the had the shiny, shiny Pokemon, you know, uh, the shiny, uh, shiny Gyarados. I don't know if that's the, that's the, I'm, I guess it's any Pokemon really, but <laughs> don't know how <laughs> I tried to tie it in because Pokemon's with Nintendo. It's okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. So apparently it's so like, uh, I want to say like, oh boy, like 80, nearly a million units in this week. So 830,000 units to be exact. And actually bringing the total sales of the switch up to 17.5 million units. That's kind of crazy. And honestly, sadly, probably more than the Xbox one, I'm guessing since, you know, Xbox has been pretty coy about their sales so far, uh, which is understandable because they, you who want to just, I guess lately, you know, um, advertise their sales compared to the other competing companies. If they know it's not even close. So, but it's okay. I love you. Xbox. I mean, 
You know that. I mean, you you know that. So, but I love all my consoles. But good on a Nintendo Switch. Can't wait to see if they're going to actually, you know, try to compete with these consoles as well. And, you know, bring out that rumored uh, Switch Pro. That'd be pretty dope. That'd be pretty dope. It'd be the perfect opportunity. Try to capitalize on it. <laughs> I'm just thinking in my head like WWE style, you know, like at E3, let's say hypothetically, uh, PS4 has their direct, Xbox has their press announcement, and then what out of nowhere? Oh my god! Oh my god! Is a is that Nintendo? Oh my! Is that another Switch? Oh my god! Out of nowhere! Out of nowhere! A no Nintendo Switch! A no Nintendo Switch! Oh my god! I don't know. That's my uh. It's my WWE uh, announcer voice. I mean, WWE, if you're listening, I mean, you know, you could uh, pick me up. I mean, I'm not, I'm not cheap though. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm not cheap though. <laughs> um, so yeah, good, good stuff, Nintendo. Um, always good to see some success going on. Uh, they deserve it, especially you know, considering the the shame uh, that was the Wii U. RIP. Good to see them come back. Come back in the game. Uh still stand. Still stand on their feet. Uh next news. Uh going back to the game awards and how uh Jeff Keeley uh in an AMA today uh answering pretty much questions. Any any questions? Hence AMA acts uh acts anything. Um there were some uh, interesting details that were kind of uh confirmed, solidified, if you will. Uh in particular was the Resident Evil Re- 3 remake rumor, since obviously in comparison with this leak, or in conjunction with this leak and uh the apparent game awards uh becoming or uh going on soon or next week to be exact. Um it was pretty pretty safe assumption to assume a safe assumption to assume that uh this would be announced or got leaked and was supposed to be announced at the game awards uh since you know on top of that resident evil 2 remake is uh one of the uh nominees for the game of the year as well as a couple other awards so um as well as some other capcom representation so wouldn't wouldn't have been too far of a uh stretch in in terms of speculation to put two and two together and think like hey maybe maybe uh with this leak and all these rumors going around maybe uh they might announce this at the game awards hmm but apparently that's not the case and uh <laughs> Jeff Keighley squashed that like immediately <laughs> when he said it uh so what he said in terms of uh, one of the um, Reddit users asking a question, uh, there are no plans, never were, to do anything with Resident Evil 3 at the show, Keely said. A lot of these leaks are completely wrong. Nothing about our show has leaked as of this writing, which is actually pretty good. I'm very surprised that they he managed to uh, keep all this stuff under wraps, to be honest. Consider, you know, this leaker nature, uh, leaker nature, leaker uh, nature of everything. Uh, just just getting spoiled, spoiled to oblivion. But um, 
yeah that just raises more questions and then i mean on top of that if you want to really look at the dynamics of it uh i guess the pessimist could say well then i i so i i guess it led a lot of people to think that okay so those the resident Evil three uh art cover leaks were fake which i think is not the case at all because then like i was talking about earlier that this must be getting announced uh before the game awards within either this week or next week so it's either that or um i think there's this other event which i cannot remember what it's called i think in japan specifically or something like that where uh i guess capcom is expected to announce a new game um which technically possibly could have been this resident Evil 3 so who even knows anymore i don't even know do you know because i don't i don't even know anymore what is what is life (laughs) uh but um and then you could look at the dynamics you know like a nerd would say like well he said resident evil 3 he didn't say resident evil 3 remake but i think it's pretty obvious he meant resident evil 3 remake that's what pretty much everybody is uh looking at and i guess betting their money on you know so I don't even know, man. But yeah, I guess, yeah, the fact that he said all these leaks are completely wrong, which, you know, he might be speaking on a lot of other stuff. Maybe just by coincidence, people were thinking that he was referring to Resident Evil 3, which he may have not. It might have been the other ones, like a lot of the other games like uh, Vanquish, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um uh, Elden Ring, um, but he said um, that these are there are going to be ten new games that are haven't been announced. But uh, I think there are also going to be games, existing games, in conjunction with those ten brand new ones that are you know we may might have not seen for a while. I'm going to guess, and that we're going to see some some tidbits of, if anything. So uh, it's uh, that's good news though 10 10 new games that we've not seen before that's what he definitely said so i mean you know keely is a stand-up guy he hasn't uh he hasn't he hasn't uh guided us wrong before so i mean gonna be interesting to see what those games are i'm pretty sure one of them has to be a new smash character announcement especially if the character is going to come out in february uh this would definitely be a great date for that which uh, I think is pretty likely. So who knows? Uh, could be that Batman Arkham or whatever Rocksteady is working on with. Uh, I think it's still a con. No, I think it's something in DC, though. I don't even know. I don't think they even solidified that. So who knows? But either way, uh, yeah, I think uh, it'll be fascinating to see uh, again. I'll be there. So I'll be. uh. I'll be seeing all that live in action. Uh, hopefully, uh, if it's some new game that comes out <laughs> uh, or announced and the pre-orders come out for like the game, if I really love it, hope I'm not screwed with the Wi-Fi. But uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We shall see. Good stuff, though. Uh, keeping in line with hopeful. Um, I guess hopeful. Uh speculatory games um i guess i don't not sure how to really define it but 
uh, Blue Point Games, the people that were making um, or have remade, uh, or I guess their expertise has been remaking a lot of games, uh, including um, Shadow of the Colossus, and it was another one that uh, does not come to my head real quick. It was Shadow of the Colossus and some other game. I don't think it was Dark Souls. I think somebody else did that one. What was it? It was a... Oh, it's going to drive me crazy. It's going to drive me crazy. I see their track record. Oh, Uncharted Nathan Drake collection? That seems likely. And they did Metal Gear Solid HD collection too? Huh. Yeah, they definitely have a great moniker of uh, their IP. God of War collection? Yeah, they're definitely uh, a... <coughs> they definitely established their... Um, or they their experience in remaking those games because those are those have maintained a uh, great immense quality uh, but while we're talking about them in terms of basically um, they had a very weird cryptic tweet uh, regarding their next project uh, for PS5 which was confirmed we don't know what it is yet though but they the the, the interesting terminology is that uh PS5 project will become the achievement we're most proud of. So considering, uh, you know, their track record, this has got to be substantial. So most people include myself guessing that it uh, has to be Demon Souls remastered, which uh, would be a pretty solid pick um, since a lot of people have been one and definitely that's a perfect launch title for, uh, the PS five for sure. Um, just to have that game remastered and experience all that turmoil and, um, salt, uh, increased sodium levels in all its entirety. But, uh, we'll see. Um, that's the most likely can't really see any other, other game, I guess, possibly some people are thinking metal gear solid but that is like with the development hell and just the whole konami making pachi pachi slot machines out of everything that doesn't seem really likely at all and then just the licensing that does not seem likely it, it would be cool but i doubt it and then on top of that it's been remade so many times well not so many times but technically it's been remade before with uh with silicon knights even though that's been pretty subjective or I guess controversial for a lot of people. I'm on a boat of thoroughly enjoying it, but you know, it is what it is. So, um, yeah, man, uh, I do hope it is demon souls. I'll definitely go through that pain again, even though I'd somewhat recently went through it, uh, for the first time, this was last year where I had the, uh, yeah, I played through it in its entirety. Um, yeah, I had to take a break from it for like a good, what, month or two where I just got immensely frustrated, but I did uh, get back on it and did see it through and beat it. 
and boy that was a it was a great feeling it's always a great feeling for these types of games so i'm definitely uh definitely want it uh out of pretty much the likelihood of any other ones this is definitely the one i'd want the most anyway um and it's kind of cool to kind of have the ref frame of reference of actually playing the game um on the original ps3 so that's going to be kind of cool to kind of reflect, see all the stuff they upgraded and did now that I have a somewhat fresh um, concept of what the game was, you know, beforehand. So all in all, uh, I'm curious what makes them so proud of it. I guess maybe just how they managed to just redo everything untouched or what, but they are proud of it. It's going to be the, the, the achievement they're most proud of. So it's got to be something. That they did that's gonna be great i don't know but seems to have hold have and hold some merit so we shall see only time will tell it's got to be announced soon i hope um keeping in line uh for those that don't know um one of the most fun multi multiplayer games in a good while halo reach uh also a great campaign as well not to discredit the single player um, did come out uh, this past Tuesday for uh, PC for the first time as well as on the Xbox One um, I think it's $10 uh, as an add-on uh, if you have Xbox Game Pass you get it for free or technically free whatever as long as you have the subscription I'm, I'm certain um, also on Steam on PC as well so if you have Xbox Game Pass Ultimate you can play it on through that uh, through Xbox Game Pass for PC. So a lot of options uh, in terms of playing it. Um, but to speak on the player count, uh, goodness, 160,000 concurrent users on Steam. And just to give you some scale, uh, Counter-Strike Global Offensive, which is the top dog, 260,000, Dota 2, uh, 212, 641,000. And then you have Halo Master Chief Collection right under that with, uh, at least at the time, 150, um, roughly six, uh, 160,000. So Jesus, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. A lot of uh, <laughs> former Xbox fans apparently are on PC now or maybe people that are uh, curious about Halo maybe never tried it but hey like now it's on PC I have no excuse probably wanted to give it a try too and obviously this is definitely the perfect place to jump into Halo considering this takes place before um, one uh, well one really which you know starts the whole Master Chief collection I guess people could be pretty like I guess anal about it and like you know well Halo uh, I mean Master Chief this that this is not really Master Chief story so it can't really be in this game because it's not Master Chief and I would tell you to shut the fuck up and mind your business so um yeah you could tell him I said that <laughs> you could tell him I said that right now I don't care um and even beat uh, PUBG which I mean, PUBG was kind of it's kind of dwindling in terms of its popularity or, I guess, player base. Um, not too much, but that's pretty crazy when you when you kind when you think about it. So, um, at least that speaks to the success of Master Chief Collection, kind of coming back in the good graces of, um, you know, uh, Halo fans, because you know, um, for those that don't know, just the horrible. Uh, 
I guess, initial release of the Master Chief Collection on Xbox One when it came out 2014, I believe, 13th, 14, where uh, the matchmaking uh, was pretty horrible, pretty atrocious. Uh, the matchmaking times were like ridiculously long. Um, and, you know, uh, I will say for myself in particular, I didn't necessarily have that problem. Maybe here or there I did. But for the most part, I was able to get into games reasonably um, quick, but it was kind of hit or miss. And it seems like it affected the majority of the people. So uh, either way, I mean, it, it's fine. Um, but um, I know there's been a misconception for a lot of folks in terms of Master Chief Collection that like they thought that with the release of um, Halo Reach that you could play all of the Master Chief uh, games on PC right now, which is not the case. They're doing a stagger release. So it's um, Halo Reach. And then later on um, in the year 2020, at least they plan to release everything out. Um, is going to be Halo 1, Halo 2, 3, 4, and that's it. So um, it's it's definitely a better plan than what they did before where they, you know, released all these games out in the wild and they didn't know what was going on. They didn't know what was the culprit. So now it's uh, pretty smart, actually, so they can kind of mitigate and try to find out, you know, when the new when they stagger each new release, uh, what could be causing a problem and kind of, you know, nip that in the butt real quick rather than like, you know, be like, <laughs> I don't know. And then play like whack-a-mole in terms of try to find a bug or whatever, which was kind of the case with uh, the Xbox One version, which is now in good pristine condition um so yeah but um actually no we'll save that for later uh where i'll talk about the games uh what i've been playing uh segment there so but uh yeah good on halo kind of come at his graces and actually you know show a vow some love by uh releasing their title on a non-microsoft platform uh, for Steam of all people, I was going to be pissed if this was yet another game that got released to the Epic Game Store, man. But good, good on uh, Microsoft, man. Y'all some good ones. I'm just letting y'all know right now. Uh, and man, it's some weird. I don't even know how to even like assess this, to be honest. Uh, it's just a weird ass story. I just had to talk about it because like what? So uh, Devil May Cry, apparently they're coming out with a game. Uh, and I don't, now thinking about it, I don't even like the title that much. Devil May Cry Pinnacle of Combat for uh, iOS and Android. And uh, boy, it's a, it's a lot of problems with this game. I ain't going to lie to you, though. I probably play it because it does look kind of tight from a gameplay per, uh, perspective. But uh, from a graphical standpoint, uh, everybody looking like them weird ass uh, double dragon, uh, that horrible double dragon game on the Xbox. And I think other I think PS3 and Xbox uh, 360 and uh ugh. Just the models like <laughs> Dante kind of look like if he got if they took his ugly ass uh, Marvel versus Capcom infinite model and put it in the game. But then like put it through a dryer and washer. Nope, that's that wouldn't make sense. Actually, you know what? It, for this context, it does put it in a, a dryer and washer. And then there you go. That would make cry pinnacle combat. 
Devil May Cry Poc. Devil May Cry POC. Not to be confused with the, you know, the other, uh, the, you know, the, the side story. <laughs> Devil May Cry People of Color uh, was going to be the sequel or, you know, the, the prequel to, uh, you know, where it had Dante if he was black or in black, black face or whatever. I mean, it was a weird choice, but, you know, I was like, eh. It was a Devil May Cry game. I mean, you could you could do bullet hell. You, you could do that. I mean, it's fine, but it's not the Devil May Cry I wanted. I mean, I do like a Black Dante, but I mean, it's like, uh, why you got to beat us over the face with it? Devil May Cry people of color. I don't. Uh, why, though? <laughs> That is just a weird title, Pinnacle of Combat. I don't get it. Whatever, I'd still play it though. I'm, 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 I'm like knocking the hell out of it. But I, I'm, I would be lying to you if I'm not curious to try and play it. Um, because it looks like, especially because I saw the trailer, it looks like they like took all the assets from Devil May Cry Three, dropped it into Devil May Cry Four. And then put like maybe a couple new enemies here and there, but it just looks weird. But the gameplay looks good. It looks like it looks very akin to Devil May Cry three. So it's like that's got my attention. If anything, I mean, if it's if it's a uh, if it's controller controller support with the new uh, iOS op- update, um, I definitely would try it. Maybe if it's on Apple Arcade for iOS. I might give it a dabble. I've uh, been holding off on um, trying out the, uh, the, I think it's a free month of Xbox. I mean, not Xbox, iOS, Apple Arcade. Um, since I never really had the time to, and you know, whenever I do get some substantial time or if I'm going to be traveling or something, I might try to dabble with that. But uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to probably try it out if anything, but Ugh, they just they just look ugly. They look so ugly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Devil May Cry Mobile, but I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, <laughs> moving on from that. Um, I guess a surprise to Owen, really, considering all the stuff that happened. Uh, but um, a E3 media study was showing a decline in media tenants and coverage, which is. <laughs> shouldn't be a surprise to nobody, especially considering, um, uh, what happened, uh, this last, last, um, this last year with E3 with people, uh, uh, well, you know, uh, I forgot the company that runs it, E3 in general, um, the ES, ESA, ESRA, where they basically just <laughs> just got their data breached and just revealed all the information of all of the media in terms of phone numbers and addresses, which is just a good time for everybody, right? So that's a factor. And then on top, to be honest, 2019 was a slower year for at least new announcements or expectation of, uh, expectations of announcements. And then, you know, it's always that weird year before the cusp of the new, I guess, generation of consoles wave too. So, I mean, for this year in particular, it's pretty understandable, but I, I, I guarantee you uh, 2020 is definitely going to uh, hike that back up, especially with the, the hype of uh, the new consoles coming out. 
and I'd, I'd be pretty surprised if PlayStation decided yet again to not make appearance this next year. But considering they got a, a console to pr- uh, promote as well as games, uh, apparently, um, I don't see that happen. I'm pretty sure they were going to make their appearance and uh, try to get you guys to get a PS5. I'm just saying, I mean, that makes sense. But I just found this interesting. Um you know, but on top of that, a lot of people uh, arguably are just covering E3 from home, like even like media. Well, I mean, media in particular, which is this is, this is poking too. And then, I mean, it doesn't help now that uh, E3 is starting to accept general public also, which, you know, even though they do still allocate a few couple days to um, media and press before general public can come on the following days but um a lot of those factors do kind of muddy up stuff and you know um makes things i guess maybe a little bit maybe more undesirable where you just have a lot of just general public that are just will (laughs) they'll wait in line just to play one game which i don't know if i can even do that and i'm a huge fan of a lot of games maybe resident evil 2 at the time if i was if i did go um but you know, it just, it just varies. So, uh, but yeah, I, I don't see that being an issue. If anything, E3, you'll probably just start resorting more towards the public and making it, turn it more into a public thing with, you know, maybe just a lot of, um, uh, appointments for like media and stuff, being able to play, uh, with them themselves, you know, in that capacity or something like that. So not too worried about, it. I'm pretty sure the ESA is going to try to keep E3 going as long as they can. Uh, just as long as like, you know, the big guns don't start backing out like a uh, PlayStation did the one year, but who knows, who knows at this point, but, uh, going back, um, on those, uh, I guess somewhat rumors, not necessarily rumors of, of kind of, yeah, I guess they are for, um, I guess I'm saying that because, uh, Jeff conf- uh, revealed that they aren't rumors. So it's actually not a rumor because it's not going to be at his show, but technically it is validated somewhat, but not officially announced that vanquish remastered is coming to Xbox one and possibly PS4. It's not really confirmed, but it's pretty safe to bet that it's probably going to be on PS4 since that's the more popular platform of the two uh just that it was leaked on the microsoft store and then possibly uh bayonetta as well um since they kind of did uh bundles at least if the psc is any pc is any indication um where they normally bundle vanquish with bayonetta and then you know they already have the pc architecture already set in place for both of the games so it only makes sense that they would do that also so it only seems to make sense to me, but, um, the, the details pretty much kind of confirm it for the most part that, you know, 4k graphics at 60 FPS available for Xbox one X specified the, the, the damn console remastered for the first time on Xbox one. So maybe it might be some time exclusivity. Um, but I'm, it's pretty safe to bet that this is going to be on the PS4 as well. Maybe if not immediately, uh, later down the line or something like that. And they did confirm the date is in February. So that is kind of cool. Love me some vanquish. That game was pretty dope. Um, 
I definitely will play it again. Uh, it was pretty short too. Also on top of that, but in some 4k 60 FPS glory, you damn right. I would not sure about the double pack. I hope they like release them separately. I don't know. I just, something feels tacky about a double pack, at least physical digital, totally fine. But maybe that's just the, uh, the, um, organizationist in me. I try to refrain from, uh, OCD cause people are sensitive to that. Cause they like, Oh, you don't have OCD because you're not, um, that's a, a actual condition that people have. And I, 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 okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that. So organizationist in me, whatever. So cool stuff. Um, so yeah, I think that pretty much covers the news this week. A surprising amount of stuff happened right on the cusp of, uh, uh, the end of the year. Well, I guess that's probably the reason why most people are trying to get ready for the holidays. Um, getting, uh, you know, game of the year stuff out of the way for a lot of news outlets and stuff. So makes sense, uh, there, uh, Oh, almost forgot. Let me, uh, I'll cover real quick. Uh, they did announce some new switch. Um, if I have it, they announced some, uh, new, uh, Nintendo online and, um, Nintendo online and then super Nintendo online, uh, games, uh, star Fox. What was it? It was some other games. What, what weren't any that spoke out to me? Uh, super punch out for the SNES. And then, uh, I think return to Silas for the NES and then one other game. None of them really spoke to me, but at least it's good to know that they, uh, <laughs> they still trying to build up their N60 on N64. That's what they should be doing, working on next. Maybe we might find that out like at E3 or something. Cause you know, that's what a lot of people want. N64, either N64 classic or a, uh, N64 online store or whatever. That would be pretty cool, but, uh, it's pretty good, pretty good stuff. Okay. Now back to, uh, let's get into games, man. I definitely, I'm, I'm pretty proud of myself. I mean, I technically should because I'm like, well, good, good job. You played a lot of games. So what do you want? You want a cookie or something? But, uh, for somebody like me that, uh, easily gets distracted with a lot of other issues and miscellaneous stuff that happens. Um, I am very proud of myself for, uh, getting through a lot of games, uh, or having a lot of variety over the holidays. So, um, just to cover a couple of games I did play, cause I did play a lot. Um, uh, first one was a way out. So man, I had the uh, biggest problem trying to get this out, uh, actually play this because, uh, the game doesn't support matchmaking. So you had to do some extra leg work to try to find somebody to play. But luckily my sister was in town. So, uh, actually I just, the, the thought dawned on me and she was wanting to play some games. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, let's play this. And man, it was actually pretty, pretty fun. Uh, I really liked the direction, uh, the choices they made in a lot of the, uh, uh, just the design choices overall. Um, 
how it ended. It was pretty interesting, fascinating. Um, overall, yeah, I was very, very surprised by this game and not too uh, long. Uh, I think it didn't overstay as well. Uh, welcome. It definitely just provided the message it wanted to and then just left it at that, which I was pretty satisfied with as well. So definitely recommend it if you haven't played it uh came out last year and yeah it's <laughs> for those that know don't know this is actually the game that's associated with the dude uh joseph ferris that uh you know uh created the i guess it's just the infamous moment of the game awards we're like oh yo oh fuck is whatever blah 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 you know so uh goes to show i guess he, he can make a pretty good game so i mean <laughs> at least he wasn't lying <laughs> he wasn't lying about the uh lying about uh you know hey this is gonna be the best game ever i was like yeah hey, you're actually pretty right i guess that was pretty valid um so yeah next uh i did uh fully play uh man of medan um so for y'all that don't know uh, this is the game uh, that was made by the same folks that made uh, the one game Until Dawn, if you made that, where basically it was just like a interactive horror thriller, if you will. Um, it had a really cool feature that I did as well play with my sister in terms of, um, I forgot what they call it, but basically it's multiplayer where it's kind of like, reminds me of Super Mario where you can uh, just pass the controller, uh, where you have control of your you can control the fate of particular set of characters. So if you want to just control uh, just these two characters, one person controls two, another person controls another two. And then when your turn comes up, uh, it'll tell you whoever's turn it is. And then you just pass the controller and then kind of experience, uh, see how they react, how they uh, fare in terms of the decisions they make. And then ultimately at the end of the everything, you know, everything culminates and see who lives and who dies. That's kind of the biggest, I guess, luster about this game is that, you know, pretty much technically everybody can die. Um, and you know, it's kind of up to you to try to make the best decision to try to not have that happen. Um, but boy, man, I ain't gonna lie to you. Some of these scenarios are pretty, I guess, rage inducing to the fact that, uh, I, I can't, I'm not going to go to extreme or rage inducing, but just annoying to the point where it's like they give you something they like, like for one example, not spoiling anything. There was one point in the game where, you know, you're at this particular moment and you had to do a button prompt, but the, the button prompt was very like, it seemed intentionally, uh, vague in terms of what you were supposed to do. Uh, so you have like you generally have two choices choices when you have to press a button. You either have to tap it a lot to fill up, uh, expand this circle to get it all the way out to actually uh, fulfill the requirement or whatever, or you just press it. So from at least the angle and the light in, at least it made it look like it was the other um uh, button prompt where you just press the button and don't have to keep tapping it. And then the time, the timing was ridiculously like unforgiving. So by the time you press the circle and you think, Oh, okay, I, I did it. And you're like, Oh, Oh crap. No, I have to keep tapping it. And then pretty much it's too late. And then the set event happened and one of the characters got killed and now like, well, fuck. So I just, 
messed up the messed up the whole damn playthrough or tarnished whole damn playthrough just because of that which is like oh well i guess you have to play the whole damn game uh again to try and figure out uh what you did wrong and do it better this time now that you know which it was i found it more interesting and engaging with until dawn i guess maybe it was because it was new and i didn't really have a grasp of it but I don't just for this game. I don't know. I guess maybe I just didn't have the patience for it or I just uh, just the way they did that particular moment left a very bad taste in my mouth. Where I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not I'm, I'm done with that. So uh, I don't know. To its credit, though, the game is pretty short. It's like roughly what, three, four hours. So you technically could, you know, run it through again. But I I don't know. I just didn't have the motivation. I just ended up looking on YouTube, just all the spoilers of all the ways that people could die. And then um, all the choices or the difficult choices you'd have to make that you otherwise would know other than having to play it again and try and find out. So who knows? Maybe if I'm, I'm bored or one day and maybe I'm not playing anything else, which is very unlikely. Um, probably maybe would want to try it again, but it's like now I kind of already got the fulfillment of how all the endings are. And there actually are surprisingly a lot of damn endings to this and some weird secret ones, some weird like variations here and there that, uh, ugh, it's like, I don't even, that just seems just kind of remedial to just keep doing this, uh, for just a very slight variation here and there. But to each their own but overall i did have a pretty uh good experience with it uh it's pretty um, i'm glad i did get it it was reasonably cheap as well because it is a part of a series or anthology so uh this is the first part and then um when you beat the game uh you do get a trailer for the next part i think it's called little hope i think that's the title for it so if you want it, you can look up a youtube video of it and it'll show you kind of like what to expect for that one but you can probably expect the same vein of uh, roughly, you know, trying to keep everybody alive and hopefully you don't get screwed over by some dumbass, uh, unclear uh, weapon. I mean, a QTE that uh, ultimately ends up uh, having you kill somebody you didn't want to kill. But but I digress. So, um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Then, uh, like I mentioned earlier, Halo Reach, um, I, I had overall it was pretty good experience from the games i played but uh there is one big gripe i do have is that uh the matchmaking um i think it's it seems like it's due to the um huge flux of players that uh are joining i'm, I'm guessing um but i uh, had a pretty difficult time uh finding matches because uh it took in general just took a really long time to find matches and what kind of adds more credence to the suspicion is that if i were to um with the uh, halo reach or halo master chief collection uh queuing system or i think i forgot the term they call it but basically lets you select what games you want to include in your matchmaking search and all that um i exclusive ex- excluded halo reach out of it and then just tried to search for all the rest of the games and was able to get a game pretty quick after that but then if i put it back it would give me the same uh deal 
but I did find out if I added more game modes, uh, at least in particular, I just wanted to just play deathmatch. So I just had that set as default. And then uh, after that, I just like, okay, I guess I'll put in snipers in that too. And then that gave me a little bit more success. It seemed like and a lot of people were saying, if you turn off the network relay and settings, which basically is, a, I guess a setting that lets you block your IP address from showing, uh, to other people's that are snooping your, uh, snooping your network traffic on their end um, through the multiplayer connection. Uh, if you were to turn that off, that it would uh, find get you better uh, results in terms of match with other people or whatever. I didn't really see any difference uh, between turning it on and off. Uh, but either way, I, I, I uh, tried turning it off, but um, didn't really notice a difference personally. So guess your mileage may vary there but overall feels like good old halo reach uh i did have some weirdness with my controls um i thought it was my elite controller but um it seems like it's just some weird difference and change i guess since i played halo master chief collection where basically the issue i was having is like my aim felt like ridiculously unusually off where I was like getting to the point like, man, where is, is it just me? And I just like, <laughs> do I just suck at Halo now? Like permanently? Can I just do nothing? But uh, I found out that if you adjust the um, dead zone settings for your controller, which I never noticed within Halo Reach, they must have added that somewhat recently because um, it always felt off to me. But then after I adjusted it, uh, I think I toned down the sensitivity or the percentage of the, of the dead zone. And then it felt more natural than what I more, more aligned to what I was used to. So, um, I guess that's a thing to note. something I didn't know that I was like, okay, maybe my control is broke or whatever. But then, um, when I was playing call of duty, I didn't notice any of that, um, within that game. So kind of add more more validity to the issue being within the game itself, which ultimately I did find out was the issue. So for what is worth to save some time in your life and frustration and you, I guess, evidently throwing your control at somebody that didn't deserve it. You just taking it out on your wife, aren't you? Aren't you? You just taking it out on your wife and she didn't do nothing. She is trying to make you uh, some biscuits and ham. And then you just going to throw her, throw you, throw the damn controller. She, hell, she probably bought you the damn controller in the first place. Let's be honest. All right. Yeah, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who, that, I don't know who that was directed to, but <laughs> you're welcome. So, um, yeah, so Halo Reach got a little kinks to, uh, you know, iron out, which is somewhat expected and understandable why they're staggering it out. And, you know, they did do the the flight or whatever, too. So, I mean, it's just uh, uh comes with the, the nature of the business. I mean, the nature of the game. I don't I don't know. Uh, another game I was playing uh, and I guess this is kind of. Going into uh, Xbox Game Pass, which I am totally not trying to just like promote, but Jesus, that is a a, a great as value, man. Um, God, they added some new games to Xbox Game Pass, so I was just trying to mess out, mess around with those. Um, and uh, my friend Pedro, and I just want to. I'm sorry, I have to get this out of my system. My friend Pedro, 
that's that's my attempt at you know sounding like I'm Mexican, but I'm not. I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. Uh, my friend Pedro, um, pretty awesome. If you're a fan of Max Payne, which I am, uh, one of the biggest fans, this is totally up your alley. Cause man, just just the uh, John Woo Wooness, the John Wooness of um, playing a game is pretty great. You know, you got the bullet time technically, or I, I forgot what they're. I'm pretty sure they probably coined some term that just is not coming to me. I think there's a weird iconography with, with a banana and that's your friend. Uh, I guess his name is Pedro, Pedro the banana. Uh, I think that I would assume they call it banana time. I don't know. That's just a hunch. I don't remember if that actually was, but you can, um, it reminds me of a weird mix between hotline Miami and, uh, Hotline Miami and Max Payne. If Hotline Miami and Max Payne had a baby, I think it would be my friend Pedro. Uh, that boy, that sounds weird when you put it put it in uh when you just say it out loud like that. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> you have my friend Pedro. It's not like I'm on an episode of Mori, but whatever. Let's let's <laughs> let's not get caught on that. But um yeah, so uh, uh, it's yeah, it's it's just yeah, it's like it's encouraging you to shoot enemy or kill enemies quickly and run through the level and beat it in a quick manner while being you know efficient and not getting killed, which is you know reminds me very much so of a Hotline Miami where that was kind of the kind of the focus, uh, even though there was more emphasis on being killed instantly. I think yeah, generally you get killed with one hit with, you know, exception of some uh, items and masks that you can uh, use and equip that kind of would adjust that. But in general, that was the general, I guess, um, I don't know, like, uh, design pillar of the game really. But which, yeah, which is why that reminds me so much of Hotline Miami. Also the music, the soundtrack, which is pretty great. It does give me the same Hotline Miami vibes as well too. So all in all, um, I taught, I, I probably only played like two levels, um, cause I was just trying to dabble around in some of the games I've never tried or just been sitting in my backlog and have been working up the courage to try to, to get around to, um, as this being one of them. So yeah, but, um, pretty awesome game, man. I, I'm, I'm definitely gonna see it through. I'm guessing it's considering it's an indie game. I don't, I'm not expecting it to be very long or expansive, but I'm definitely enjoying what I played. So next on that list, uh, blazing Chrome. Uh, this is just like, uh, this is basically a spiritual successor to a contra hardcore for the Sega Genesis. Cause it looks like it was just a ripped, ripped out sequel to that game. Honestly, just from the design aesthetic, and one really cool ass freaking Easter egg that I totally love and is so damn minimal is that when you're on the main menu of the game, uh, at least specifically for Xbox, I can't speak for uh, Nintendo Switch or PS4. I'm assuming it's the same though, is that when you're on the main menu of the game, uh, they freaking show, they show your, uh, your gamer pick, but it's all digitized like a game character. I'm not, that is the, the stupidest minimal thing ever, but that shit is so damn fucking cool to me. And I, I cannot get over how cool that is. So that, that, that instantly just, just, just put, 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 put this game on like, um, 
my good side, if anything. So, but overall, man, just the shooting felt really good. It just, you know, if you love Contra, you are totally going to love this game. Um, probably played like I got one level in, but I definitely see myself seeing it through and, uh, beating it, see, uh, kind of what comes of that game ultimately. So definitely recommend it though. It is pretty dope. Um, and then I finally, finally got around to, uh, messing around with uh Terry Bogart Bogart Terry Bogart Terry Bogart Terry Bogart I sound like do it, does it sound Canadian Terry Bogart Terry Bogart eh? you gonna play uh you gonna play Terry Bogart eh? I don't know where I was going with that but <laughs> uh so I was messing with Terry Bogart in uh Smash and boy <laughs> He's looking like probably my favorite Smash character ever, to be honest. Uh, I just like his uh, flexibility and his, um, I guess, nuance or I guess um, just respect to his uh, original IP uh, from the King of Fighters and other related SNK games. So, <coughs> oh God, oh, it's not looking bright for me. <coughs> it's not looking good for me. Oh boy. Um, but yeah, uh, Terry, I, I just like his move set. Um, I like how he can combo into a lot of moves, in, uh, into a special, which not necessarily a lot of the other smash characters can do. <coughs> And you know, it's just his, his dialogues are just great. Like, are you okay? Bust a move. Are you, are you okay? Are you okay? Bust a move. It's, it's just great. It is great. You can't, how can you not love that? So, um, I see myself playing with him a little bit, maybe getting some practice down. Uh, but I, I played, I just, I just messed with him in a training room. I didn't want to, uh, I didn't want to, um, make all these boys cry. Um, you know, online, uh, I didn't want to, <laughs> I didn't want to make, didn't want to make anybody perspirate <laughs> by going online. I didn't want to, uh, didn't want to stress anybody out, uh, with all these, all these moves. Didn't want to have to, you know, keep asking them, are you okay? What's the move? So, you know, out of respect of, you know, making a smash community, uh, you know, not, not, uh, you know, freak out because I was playing them and, you know, that I just dominate, obliterate them to oblivion. I just didn't want to just didn't want to cause that stress on them. So, you know, I was like, you know what, let me be the bigger man, not try to, uh, mess up a good thing a lot of these smash people have going and you know just just let me play uh play some get some practicing in and then you know when the day comes there's going to be a lot of sweat tears and pain wait on it you just wait on it um outside of that boy i played a hell of a lot of modern warfare man and man it is just great i am totally loving the game I think it's I think it's honestly uh, right behind um, Modern Warfare 2 as one of my favorite uh, top favorite Call of Duties of all time 
um which is pretty good considering uh you know in terms of like some of my favorite call of duties um yeah this is definitely the best call of duty in a while black ops 4 is legitimately pretty good too so i can't even say that um but i say i i i i gravitate towards this one more than black ops 4 even though black ops 4 is still good on its own so um uh took advantage of the double xp uh, both XP and weapon XP this uh, over this past weekend as well at least from some of the times I had to play I did manage to get to my max rank which is 55 and then um, it has this weird tier system that goes above that um, but it goes season to season and it has a battle pass system similar to like you know Fortnite and the battle royale games and stuff like that where you know oh you have a set amount of a couple months uh to kind of get through and then the next season rolls out um and all that so um actually been invested in that i actually ended up getting a battle pass because it seemed pretty enticing and then technically they said you can earn all of that back so in theory if you just keep playing uh, each season throughout its entirety, you don't necessarily have to pay or buy another season pass again. If you just get to the max rank, you get all your Call of Duty points back to apparently keep buying each season, which makes sense because it basically just keeps you invested in playing the game uh, for that long. So I'm going to see how this actually plays out in its, in its entirety and see if they, you know, if it actually is legit. And then uh, who knows? And this might be my like my legit game. I'm going to be playing for a while if uh, everything pans out like it, it does. But overall, I've been having a great time with it. Um, Very curious to see. Uh, just trying to max out a lot of my favorite weapons and see uh, kind of uh what new new weapons uh catch my attention and try to max those out of uh, i guess ultimately at the end of the day or with due time but having a great time with it so actually been keeping me from playing some other games i've been trying to play but i just been having too much fun uh playing it you know just the gameplay just feels so good the graphics uh just the motion blur i don't know just some reason i just just appeals to my senses and attention so all in all, pretty pleased with it. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing gaming wise. I guess I, I'll mention minute. I, I messed and dabbled with that a little bit. Um, I get the concept, just hadn't had enough time to play with it, I guess, to report or anything. But the concept is pretty cool. You have one minute to live each, um, each I guess, round technically. And then you have to kind of be creative and work around the, the, excuse me, that limitation um, to ultimately beat the game technically, I guess. That's at least the concept I got, so. Game Pass is great. Just gonna say that again. Uh, again, I'm not paid by Microsoft, but Jesus. That is such a great value, man. It is such a damn great value. So many games, so many good games at that, because you know, you, you'd expect Game Pass, you get like some very subpar, like, uh, yeah, this seems like a Game Pass game, but a lot of the games, and you know, obviously the uh, Xbox exclusives and stuff like that, like day one, you can play on Game Pass. It is just crazy the value that this presents and just the immense like library of great titles if you, you know, are kind of on the fence about uh, playing games and stuff like that. It is, this is a perfect entry point, man. I'm trying to tell y'all. Um, and then especially if you're a new user, you could just pay $1 and 
and you can get all these games to play all you want for just it's just crazy to me i don't know again again i'm not sponsored by microsoft this is a crazy value to me it still blows my mind so uh outside of that uh off topic stuff really nothing else has been popping or happening outside of that uh walking dead's on a mid-season hiatus so obviously i haven't been catching up with that um i did not renew my disney plus subscription for um uh to continue star wars but i'm more than likely gonna renew that at some point to catch up on uh the mandalorian uh, i was pretty curious and then seeing all these damn baby yoda meme, uh memes is like goodness okay i gotta i should probably see this see this through since people are ranting and raving about it also been hearing a lot of good stuff about um the watchman on hbo i may actually try to um check that out at some point too but we shall see i don't know i feel like with the end of the year games and all that uh that might have my attention more than anything but other than that i think that's gonna do it for me guys um thanks for watching and are listening um if you like to support the podcast in any way shape or form feel free to submit uh feedback uh via apple or your various uh podcast platforms um if you have any questions you'd like to submit to the show that would be eventually read on the show feel free to submit them at aswitchtv at gmail.com um you can also uh, catch this podcast live on twitch tv slash aswitch uh thursdays at um well ideally the same time um uh roughly around the same time which is depends on where you're from i don't i'm sorry i'm trying i'm at least you can at least guarantee i can at least guarantee you every thursday there we go i'm at least i can at least say that so you know it i see you too hex i see you too um yeah so um I think that's it, guys. Uh, very interesting week. Resident Evil 3, man. The hype is real. Um, yeah. Until next time, guys. Nobody's safe.